Thanks for tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Canadian events for the regular people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Canadian Beacon Podcast, uh, coming to you live on this Wednesday evening. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. Paul, you coming? Uh, yeah, he should be here shortly. I'm just shutting down some uh, airplane. Porn? No, air, I guess it's airplane porn, I suppose. It's <laughs> a, <laughs> uh, dog fighting uh, on video. Uh, like... Uh, it's a, a web channel called uh, Grim Reapers. Oh. Uh, if you look at it, it's really realistic uh, battles and stuff like that. That uh, like uh, re- redoing historical battles. Oh. And that one, the one I was watching was uh, the Defar uh, Civil War, nineteen sixty-two, and it it, it involved. Uh, just basically the like a a bunch of F eighty six fighters. Yeah. Alrighty. How'd your course go today? Well, I didn't teach today. Um, ooh, look at that. Hey, don't this look fancy? Yeah. I'm eating my dessert. That's all right. Of course, now the dog wants out. He's such a dick. There you go. Hey, I can see now. Yeah, there's some uh, interesting stuff on the go today, eh? You see what I sent you? Can I say... Yes. That Christia Freeland? Oh, you sent me some kind of thing, right? Yeah. Where she's saying that Inflation is a worldwide problem. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then... Hey, nice ATV. Oh, is that what you're going to use? Patty, uh, hate you, the fucking other liberal <laughs> announced about building their centers, their quarantine centers. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're talking about quarantine centers here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about four of them in the GTA. Oh, yeah. Like they're building them in a bunch in BC. Huh. Don't just burn them all down. Yeah, really. Well, that's what they did in the Solomon Islands. Yeah. Hey, there he is. Hello, sir. I didn't. I, I saw you posted the uh, one you guys did the other day. I haven't even had a chance to listen to it yet. Paul, is your wife still connecting you up visually? <laughs> uh, she downloaded the app for me, so all I got to do is press click. Hey, you're upstairs uh, for a change here, Paul. I'm literally like right next to the Wi-Fi box. I have yet to get the booster. The booster? Yeah, what the, the hell are you the, talking the Zoom, about? Uh, work. What are you going to do, man? Yeah. You, I heard you guys talking about the detention camps. Did you hear about the three people who escaped in Queensland? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool, eh? Yeah. <laughs> They, did you see the extent they went to to try to get them back, though? 
yeah searching cars and they they set up roadblocks searching cars they were doing they're going crazy it's like the people were the most wanted in the in the world like it's like holy yeah. smokes yeah I, I know i haven't seen uh stops like that since we had a jailbreak in uh, negger detention center we'd you know pop all the the canal bridges up and arm you know do roadblocks but not for <laughs> some that didn't have covid but was forced into a covid uh, uh detention center right yeah man, how the hell do you get out of a detention center man you just climb the fence is that what they did yeah that's all just yeah. pop the fence most of them now though um the the outside area is um sort of the walking area so the, the jail almost surrounds it right yeah, well, the fence surrounds the, the detention center there, this one in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a 12-foot-high fence or something like that, and they just scaled it and went over the side. And three young guys, apparently. Love it. Yeah, well, they're flying in all the Aboriginal people, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where is where is the Red Cross and where is, uh, what is it, um, the Geneva human rights? Can, yeah human rights uh people coming in and saying uh the atrocities going on yeah but what should we expect they didn't show up in afghanistan when biden handed them billions of dollars and uh sentenced all the women and uh girls to uh slavery yeah slavery yeah more or less yeah slavery and um persecution right yeah absolutely thanks a lot joe way to go joe yeah yeah well uh, maybe what we should call the episode tonight is two liberal. <laughs> yeah, but you, you can't put that that uh, that on a, a a name for a podcast. So that's the only problem. So yeah, tell yeah. us what happened. Uh, tell uh, tell us what happened in uh, Freeland said and and the the accessory said. What they're they're creating uh, detention camps now in Toronto, the GTA. Well, well, there, there's two things. First of all. Freeland, the fucking midget, mental and physical, was being grilled in um, question period about inflation and yeah, and basically you know she answers in her little smarmy kindergarten teacher voice, talking to everybody like they're retarded two year olds. Basically said the hyperinflation issue is a worldwide phenomenon when it's like well. You guys basically borrowed over $400 billion in one year from yeah. the Bank of Canada. So they basically put 400, our economy is about one, one and a half trillion, right? So they put in 400 billion new money in new money into our economy. And basically our economy last year was probably a what was our gdp was down like 20 percent. so yeah. yeah let's say it let's say it was one trillion so basically they increased the money supply by 40 percent hmm. and then she complains that hyperinflation is a worldwide problem no you stupid fucking t- it's you increasing the money supply 40 percent yeah like these people I, I i just don't know what to say they should be beaten 
over the head with a shovel. Well, they're the masters of dis- disinformation. Yeah. Well, you know what? In one aspect, though, she is kind of right. It is a global effort, and every government has tanked their economy by printing money, though. Yeah. So if that's what she was saying, she's 100% correct. Yeah, because the U.S. has definitely done it. Yep. I want you but, to cut Paul off this podcast immediately. Okay, I delete, no, I'm deleting him. I'm muting him right now. Watch. Click. Mute him. Mute him for five it's, muted for that. <laughs> no, but she's essentially right. They're all taken. It's almost like when they get together with their Bilderberger group and uh, the trilateral commissions, and you go over and you have a Copenhagen, you drive, fly 30,000 people over to talk about uh, carbon Climate dioxide. Climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Part. And essentially, she's right. It's a global hyperinflation that's pre-planned. Mm-hmm. Yep. But she, yeah. but she, I know what you say, Todd, she, where she stopped short, she didn't say, well, that's because we're intentionally tanking this thing. But I got a feeling like, like the government with the CDC that's government funded, they have the license to do whatever they want. Like it's yeah. uh, reality doesn't matter no more. It's all of this. No. It, it's almost like, it's almost like the, we talked in other podcasts where it was like, um, uh, health and human services. The last thing they do is service humans and promote health. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's an oxymoron. Yeah. Well, 1984, man. Ministry of Love, Ministry of Plenty, Ministry of Peace. What's the other one? Ministry of Information. After Ministry of Happiness. I forgot. Yeah. But That's Ministry yeah. of Happiness. But I think she like it, it's amazing how she's like what's the Joe Biden camp of uh, economy, right? Like yeah. printing three and a half trillion dollars and it's not going to cost them a penny. Hey, it won't. And Come I, on, that's that's uh, that's Bidenomics. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you yeah, know, it's it, a new thing, they, right? It's uh, it's not relative to any reality. It's just it's there, right? It's just right there. Well, and of the four hundred billion dollars that was printed, how much money was actually saved inside of Canada? And not yeah, taken well, elsewhere globally. And to China to make Canadian made masks in China. That's right. Oh, you can you Canadian citizens or people who weren't even Canadian citizens are getting served. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not only that, they, they can't account for billions of that money. They can't account for it. There's billions missing. W- what happened to it? They have no accountability. And they just wrote well, it off. Did you see the Auditor General's report? No, I didn't. For Ontario, there is over $230 million just in Ontario that was spent that the government just wrote off. It was money given to over 14,500 businesses that either did not apply or were overfunded, and they never went go to, to go collect for it. They just wow. wrote it off. Now, the question is, okay, that honest mistake is an honest mistake. Why should they have – the economy is bad. We haven't been through all this process before. $230 million. Like, there is nothing that's government funded. It's all taxpayer funded. I wish people would wake up and understand that. That's right. Mm-hmm. How many ATVs could you buy with that, Todd? Um, <laughs> well, one good one. One good one with a, a big bumper, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and a good throttle it control. Would go through, it would go through trees rather than into yeah. them. Yeah. Are you done with that, Craig? I love uh, your background. 
I, I, I'm just going to beat that one to death, I think. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah. she is as dumb as a post and twice as ugly. Uh, well said. That's the, okay. name, that's the name of the podcast. So I guess you could you could filter out me calling her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it makes me feel better calling her that. Yeah, you're creating an editing nightmare for me. You know that, eh? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you. I've, I have an ear infection. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. That's just, all right. I'm just really, like, I'm angry most days. And yeah, I'm yeah. really pissed about her. No, I, I like She's hearing what you're saying, Todd. I want to oh, hear yeah. more about these detention centers and the other uh, MP or who was de- describing the, the detention centers. Yeah, let me... What, um, what's that all about? Let me dig up um, Patty Hayu or whatever she's called. She's a dummy too. Yeah. She got shit for brains. Um, anyway, she announced they're building, what do they call them? Quarantine centers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. Built, I, I, I think I saw it. Uh, I, I found your uh, uh, message under Telegraph or, that you sent. I'll review it a little later. Now, mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm kind of interested in, uh, what's the new, this new variant they're talking about now called? Omicron. Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. Okay. Do you want to go and give us a, tell us how serious and the, what kind of devastation Omicron is, is having there, Paul? Yeah, none. None. Um, (laughs) Actually, if you actually look at the research, the only ones who can travel are double vax. Yeah. And when you look at who's spreading it, the two Canadians that flew to Hong Kong already had it before arriving. So, in that being said, if you actually look on the uh, United Nations WHO, Net, WHO uh, website, and it goes under the variants, this, this Omicron was already listed back in, I believe, August 2020. Oh, over so a year not ago. a new variant. Yes, yes. Yeah, over but a year ago. If you actually look at the information, the information is left blank. So they had a placeholder already named whether they were placeholding that and they skipped over Xi from China. Yeah. Uh, but they already had a placeholder for it and the a brief, small little description of it. Now, if you actually look at it, if you read the article from the health minister from South Africa, they're saying that it's, it's, it might be highly contagious, but it is not, it is, it is not deadly at all. And the yeah. four people from Botswana that had it were just mildly infected with this. And they were and, all double vaccinated. Correct. And if you actually hear of the fear porn that's going out there, um, Moderna says that theirs is not really effective. That if you've got your third booster already, and the third one was uh, Moderna, you may need a fourth one to help cover you for the variant. For this variant. For this variant. And Dr. Now- Fauci. Now, said that he's seeing that the effectiveness is decreasing. Yes. <laughs> How's that for a doctor? Well, what are the, there's some reports that uh, people are double vaxxed that the, the, the vaccinations value 
runs out within 120 days or something. Yes. But now, if you actually look at the, Brit- in the, uh, the British Parliament, they're going from six months down to three months per. So if you don't keep up, then you're an anti-vaxxer. I see. Why would people want to be vaccinated against the Omicron variant when it's almost like a, a pardon the expression, but a, a gift from God, you think about it, if you get the Omicron variant, because that's better than a vaccination. Because you get that, you have mild symptoms, yeah. And now you've got the antibodies in your body and now you can fight any of the other variants, right? The problem with that is the, the double, triple and quadruple vax. They're finding that their immune systems are already crippled to begin with. Yeah. And with every injection, your innate immunity is already depleted. Each time. So with yep. that, the most benign thing will then become a, a major issue. Yeah, a, cyto- a cytokine storm with inside the body. And the funny thing is they can now distinguish between pericarditis and myocarditis, uh, COVID caused that from the vaccine and mm-hmm. what's caused naturally in nature. There is actually ECGs. There is actual real biopsies that they can determine and electrocardiograms that they can determine what is from nature and what is from drug induced. Wow. Just released in the British Medical Journal today. They've done. Yeah, it. there's yep. the studies. The studies too are coming hard and fast, showing that you know they're finding heart inflammation in so many people that are double vaxxed. I had an individual I came across today through the course of my day, and uh, what was it? Four days ago, end up getting the, tr- the 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 booster, so the third shot, which was Moderna. And that's the, then they were told after they had been administered it, that with this new variant, they'll probably need a fourth one sooner than later to help bring it since some new information that they had before they gave the injection that they might need to go and get a Pfizer one. Hmm. But if you actually look at, the, look at the, the chronological timeline of when all of this stuff came out, Pfizer and Moderna were already investigating an Omicron variant before Omicron variant was exposed by the Minister of Health and well and disinformation from South Africa and Botswana. So when you look at that, they were already in production. And within the next two weeks, Pfizer will have something out on the market. Mm-hmm. And so will Moderna, even though it might not be effective, they, they're encouraging you to do it to boost your own immune system. Which is in essentially trying to trying to knock your immune system out. Yeah. See, like what they're trying to do is they're trying to knock your own innate immune system out because the funny thing with your immune system is it costs nothing and it's highly effective. Now, when you have a highly effective immune system, you don't need meds. So if they knock your innate out and they make you dependent upon immunity with getting an injection, well, when you put the shots from six months to three months. You've just doubled your money. Yeah. And up until this point, they have over $500 billion Pfizer has in signed guaranteed future contracts. Now you've just doubled that money to $1 trillion by saying six months to three months. And the funny thing is I talk to people in a day and they're like, well, the whole world can't be in on this conspiracy. Like, you know how many people, two people can't keep a secret. They just don't get the idea 
that uh, they just assume the big farmers on their side mm-hmm. and you and you you remind them that uh dr stock when he made the polio vaccine the oral polio vaccine caused polio yeah it's documented from his own words in the senate hearing it's it's not you don't have polio without taking the polio oral polio vaccine hmm. that's it it would have been eradicated then yep. you got mind and then you've got over just under 1300 drugs every year pulled off the market because of their uh, their, their, their danger or that they pose exactly but sure we'll we'll trust them they got our best interests at heart yeah well yeah. You know, uh, here's something, too, that's come out today. A little section, someone said, before you travel or apply for a passport, this is the government of Canada now, review the travel requirements and exemptions. Get your Canadian COVID proof of of vaccination from your province or territory. New. You can't get a passport now unless you're double vaccinated. Yeah, and not only that, you can't even get on it. Well, you can't get on a train now in Canada without being double vaxxed or any aircraft train, at all. Train, plane, or boat. Yep. Yeah. I'll yeah, let you guys it's... on my boat without a passport. <laughs> but it's in your driveway right now. I know. We can all sit around and drink beer out of it. <laughs> yeah. I just if, sent would you, you um, Patty Hayes. It's a 36 second clip where she's talking about them now building these quarantines. Yeah, I see it there. Uh, just uh, give us a little blurb on it. It's a video on what? Basically, she's ex- outlines where they're building the quarantine centers. The, the following uh, audio is. Uh, I think it's Patty Heju or whatever the hell. Patty Heju. And what is she? Uh, MP? P? Or Minister MP? Billy Walks. Uh, Minister of Silly Walks and Smelly yeah, Things. Of the, the you know, the, the title of our episode tonight, The uh, Tale of Two She's yeah. the second one. Okay, and so she's a member of the Liberal SS. Yes. Okay, the next, uh, what you're going to hear next, people, is uh, the video of uh, this lady announcing these quarantine centers. Uh, AKA concentration camps being built in Canada uh, locally to house you if uh, ho- more than likely suspected of potentially having the virus or you tested positive for the virus or you arrived in country, or maybe they'll just have you there because you disagree with the vaccine. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Today, we're confirming an additional $23.7 million in federal funding to operate isolation sites in regions such as Toronto, Peel, York, and Durham. And we're finalizing the details for similar sites in Thunder Bay, Windsor, and other regions. There are current five rooms fully federally funded in Ontario. Today's funding will allow for an additional 1,600 rooms to be created, bringing the total to approximately 2,000 rooms in the province. Now, these rooms are going to be of great use for people that contract COVID-19 and want to protect the members of their household from also contracting the disease. It's really important that public health units work with their local municipalities and that they support citizens to properly isolate when they've been diagnosed with COVID-19 so that we can curtail the spread. 
Yeah. Okay, guys, I'd like you to be quiet for the next 36 seconds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's the magic of editing, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, no, just, late, late, like, yeah. Would, uh, I just wanted us to shut up. Oh, you're all right, talking at the so, same right? time now. I'm sorry, what's that? The presumption oh. of innocence is all gone, right? I'm sorry, what's that, Paul, again? The presumption of innocence is all gone right now. Oh, yeah. You're going to put yeah. people in concentration camps. Yeah. Well, in Australia, to be sent to their concentration camps, you have to be either testing positive on COVID, a uh, new arrival into the country, or suspect of, suspected of being near someone who had tested positive for COVID. Right. Well, you know, you know here's, a, here's a different kind of like spin on taking a look at this. Flu shots in the past have been based on transmission bro, transmission outbreaks in Australia. Did you know that? No. So they determine if, whether it's influenza A or B based on what Australia has. So if you want to take a look at it, the penal colony of Australia is actually, uh, and they have close partnership with China as well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how the two work hand in hand as maybe i don't know uh, a beta site to see what works what doesn't work them new zealand they're crazy over there yeah so well it, you, coming you this got way. yourself you got yourself a continent country that's penal colony it's the largest alcatraz we got yeah and they're getting put in prison inside of their own alcatraz that's right very interesting yeah, oh, yeah, well, I, I mean, one, one China is just becoming belligerent, their foreign policy. Uh, they were ripping on us uh, the other day, saying it's none of our business uh, with, their, with regards to uh, their stance on Taiwan. I disagree. Our Chinese brothers are, are meaning peace and love for all of us in the world. I think we should cut you off for five minutes now. <laughs> What's gotten into the two over. of you? What's happened? What is, you guys had one podcast without me, and look what yeah, happened. And we we become the Stepford. A communist the, the, and a liberal. We become Stepford <laughs> podcasters. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, uh, oh, LeBron James has come down with COVID too, eh? Woo-hoo! No, has he? <laughs> Double vax. Double vax LeBron. Yeah, and you know what? Probably nothing's going to happen to him, right? Uh, like he's going to be yeah. fine, which is great. Good for him. Mm. He's mm-hmm. going to have a sniffles for a couple of days. Big deal. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah, he's been on the tear lately, eh? Yeah. Kicking out girls that are talking to him, heckling of him from the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. He's crying. That's crying. Funny. Yep. So I, I had some interesting uh, emails just recently. Let me just see if I can pull them up or hopefully I didn't delete them. Like feedback? Uh, no, uh, politically, political uh, issues, things coming up. Belinda Karahaliosis, or I don't know if you ever heard of her. Yeah, she's the Ontario Belinda MPP. Karahaliosis. Yeah. yeah, she had, well, she was kicked out of the, the PC caucus for one right? Mm-hmm. Her and her husband. 
and uh, they were uh, they formed their own party, which is the the, the new blue party for Ontario. They uh, hold seats as MPPs. Well, she came down with a, a case of COVID. The results were that she uh, she had COVID for a couple of days. Uh, she said she had the sniffles, a few body aches, and within three days she was, felt fine again. No no big deal. And then uh, she uh, has not been allowed. Uh, she's banned from Queens Park for the next ninety days. But not only that, they already had banned her from uh, attending Queens Park because she's an unvaxxed, right? But now she's uh, a naturally vaxxed. You can think about it. She's had the, the COVID, and so she has no need for a vaccination. And now they're banning her for 90 days from uh, Queens Park. So they're, in effect, banning any opposition to their, their game plan. Yeah. You know, more or less. They, it's, it's just ridiculous. How can she be an MPP and represent her constituents if she's not allowed to enter Queen's Park? Oh, that's that, not democracy, right? That's right. It's not democracy. It seems to be a, a big issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, look at Same thing with Randy Hillier, right? And yeah. Roman Baber. Yep. Roman, Roman Baber? Yeah. Is he, yeah. Is he an MPP as well? I think he is. Is he the older gentleman that was kicked out because he uh, refused to get vaccinated? No, that was Randy Hillier. Oh, okay. Um, That that it's a it's a young. He's not. He's a non-practicing lawyer. uh, From yeah, Roman Baber, North York. I don't know how he got elected as a PC in North York. He's York Center. He's York Center. Center. Okay. Yeah, which is a little more uh, blue, but um, yeah, like these three, well, you know what, and and this is where the cracks are starting to show, like the resistance is starting to grow. We're getting people like that coming out. Um, I'm waiting yeah. for my MP in our my area, Leslie Lewis, to jump ship because she said a few things that, you know, are going to run um, counter to what the fake conservative, uh, what's his name? Um, Aaron, the tool, Aaron, the tool. Um, yeah, she, she, he doesn't like her, uh, because she has her own mind and she's not a, a fart catcher like most of the other ones. Yeah. So, uh, the, the cracks are starting to show because you know what, you know, what shaping up here, like Trudeau made a statement today that they may have to do more to combat the Omicron uh, variant. Yeah, like, huh. come on, Omicron variant, the worst, like you said, the worst you're going to get is a little body aches and uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of sniffles, right? Well, yeah. well, haven't you heard that someone was trying to push it off that uh, the variant, uh, some of the symptoms after getting the variant are uh, inflammation of the heart, <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh yeah it wasn't oh. the it, it wasn't the the vaccine that did that oh speaking yeah, of that yeah. that's that's the other thing why would anybody in the right mind right take a, a booster shot in regards to this omicron variant when the booster shots side effects are tenfold worse than actually having the omicron variant 
Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with that is, is who knows that? Yeah. Well, that's, you're watching that's what the doctors news. in South Africa and in the European uh, uh, Union are saying, too. Uh, there's uh, the, one of the, the head health ministers of, uh, I think it was either France or Germany or something like that, or Belgium, one of these places, said that the worst part of uh, this variant is you, you slight fever and uh, body aches. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. So you got to add that yourself. never gets. Sorry, go ahead, right? That never gets advertised, though. That will be a three minute blurb in between 16 hours of you will die. You will die. Yeah, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It. They're, they're, again, they're, they're generating fear. And um, you watch just in, you know, it's almost like the old advertisement just in time for Christmas, Omicron. Yeah. And there, it's going to escalate because I, you know, you're seeing the news again. Oh, two people here, two people there, blah, blah. Trudeau say they may have to do more. And you know what he's getting to? The point he's getting to is lockdowns and mandatory vaccination yeah which germany by the way just voted for mandatory vaccination they did eh and and of course are they going to have hundreds of thousands of people on the street fighting like they have in austria right now and and australia mm-hmm. and yep. greece and ukraine yeah those damn romanians eh oh man yeah. There was like 300,000 on the streets. Wow, that's good. Excellent. That's good to hear, you know. I would be surprised to see it here. Although there is a survey that 70% of the people polled would not get the booster. Yeah. But they're saying that when um, they're still working. Yeah. Once they get... Yeah. Fired or uh, speaking of that, um, four gentlemen, uh, I don't know if they're gentlemen, it could be uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, out of CFB Edmonton have just served the chief of defense staff in, uh, in Ottawa with uh, a lawsuit. Nice. And it's, and it's a real interesting uh, lawsuit. Let me just give you some of the, the details on it. It's kind of interesting. I'll, I'll read it to you. It outlines uh, uh, physical and mental harassment uh, issued. There's uh, unevenness of application of the the order for um, being instituted by the government by the the Canadian forces, and it is it is a very well read, and it was obviously put together by a professional legal firm by some kind. So. You know somebody is actually taking uh, an official shot at the, the the chief of defense staff, and the best part about it was a lot of people have been saying with the military the the concern was, well, the Canadian military has its own justice system, and the justice system you can apply you can grieve things and you could uh, put a grievance in and there's a, a grievance process, but that grievance process the highest level gets to is a decision made by the chief of defense staff so wow. if someone grieves his order he just says my order stands and the heck with you 
right? So the neat thing about this is this court filing was filed in the civilian courts for that specific purpose because he would deny it at their level anyway. Hmm. So that's kind of neat. Um, now, would that an, have standing, though? Yeah, it will. You remember that one general that was put in charge of the COVID uh, vaccine program, and he was immediately canned because of an alleged uh, sexual harassment or sexual assault thing that from his dark past, and he was he was fired. Basically, they fired him as a general. He just without any without trial, without anything, they just canned him right then. So he filed. An objection. Uh, he went and filed a lawsuit against uh, the Prime Minister and the Privy Council and the, and the Government of Canada. And the defense, the Government of Canada says, is this gentleman has a right uh, and a process through the Canadian Armed Forces grievance procedure that he could have followed. And therefore, he is not allowed to file a civil a lawsuit against the the prime minister and the the privy council and the, the the actual government and the supreme court ruled that no 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 um these directives came directly from the prime minister's office and the prime minister it didn't come through any sort of chain of command so therefore he can file civilly and the the military wouldn't be able to to deal with this kind of situation and it's that same belief and process that this is going under. And the end result was the investigation showed it was a, a frivolous investigation, all made up, and he was uh, absolved of any uh, blame. And he's now asking for his position back in the military and also his position back as the head of the COVID uh, vaccine rollout. And wow. Now he's got another lawsuit in respect to that going on. A couple of things uh, I found out. We have informed consent criteria as per the decisions of the Supreme Court of Canada, Parmley versus Parmley of 1945, and also Regina versus Ellen Chuck, 1999, cannot be met for COVID-19 tests and COVID-19 vaccinations, mandatory vac vaccinations, coerced vaccinations, and vaccine passports. All those are in violations of those Supreme Court decisions. There's another decision of the Supreme Court of Baker versus Canada, 1999, that established when you are interpreting Canadian domestic law, it must be interpreted in accordance with applicable international treaties, no matter if Canada has domestically ratified that treaty. So if it's a, a UN treaty that uh, is in conflict with Canadian law, then the UN treaty or UN uh, thing is more will hold more weight than the Canadian law. Okay. Mm -hmm. As per the decision of the Supreme Court case in uh, HAPE, it says here any specific right contained in an international document or instrument is read as a minimal protection under the Section 7 of our Charter. Okay. Informed consent criteria as per the Nuremberg Code, the voluntary consent of human subjects is absolutely essential, and it cannot be met for COVID-19 tests, COVID-19 vaccinations, mandatory vaccinations, coerced vaccinations, and vaccine passports. 
So it violates the Nuremberg Code right there. Uh, informed consent criteria as per Helsinki Declaration, Article 25 and 26 cannot be met for COVID-19 tests, vaccinations, and again, mandatory vaccinations, et cetera, and passports. And rights and protections contained in the Nuremberg Code and Helsinki Declarations are protected under Section 7 of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And it goes on. These are interesting little tidbits. <clears throat> Canadian Court of Appeal included Supreme Court of Canada has determined that injecting any medical drug without expressed informed consent is unconstitutional. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's also the religious and contentious objection in vaccine, particularly those containing uh, fetal, human, or animal tissue in the vaccine. There is further violation of Section 2 of the Charter based on conscience, religion, and creed. Okay, so a lot of people saying, well, you have a religious uh, objection. It doesn't have to be a religious objection. It could be an objection of conscience, and that's covered under the Constitution, all right? Uh, yeah. yeah, go, Sorry, ahead, go ahead, No, go no, ahead. I just, the question is, is, how is, what is the court going to accept as informed consent? Well, informed consent, uh, there's a, a list of what informed consent is. Informed consent is, can be pretty extensive, I, I should imagine, right, right, Paul? Yeah, so you have to be told side effects. You have to be told uh, of uh, the findings of studies. You have to be told of the benefits and the negatives uh, in retrospective studies, prospective studies. So going forward, previous studies that said it, um, it's pretty vigorous, really. And it, it's pretty vigorous when you try to give somebody something. But the informed consent can be quite simply as verbal consent based upon the person. So if the doctor has to meet a huge threshold and list all the side effects, everything like that, but all the patient has to do in response is accept, okay, I'll do it. They don't have to give a big response back. They just have to be informed of any pros and uh, pretty much the pros and the cons. And uh, if, if a doctor only says, and you see this, this, this warning on uh, social media, uh, and it, it's interesting. Of the information that we have now, the COVID vaccine is um, one of the best tools we have to fight this virus. It's always one of the, they don't list the other side effects. If you actually, or, or the other effects, they don't tell you monoclonal uh, antibodies. They don't tell you ivermectin. They don't tell you this or that. And there are legitimate studies out there like that. So in actuality, if the government is promoting this, then in actuality, they got to tell you the other stuff. They got to give you alternatives as part of informed consent. So it's, if it's one of the main things to help treat it, they got to tell you the other things as part of informed consent. You have this choice, this choice, or that choice. Which choice would you like? So really, no informed consent of anybody has ever been met because they have never, ever been optioned. When you go to the hospital, you are not offered ivermectin or HCQ. You are not offered monoclonal injections. In the beginning in St. Catharines, they were given remdesivir, which is the, the vaccine for Ebola, which had 
such a minute effect on the virus at $1,400 per injection that it was deemed that, that you know, a sugar pill had 15% effectiveness against it and radesivir was negligible. Mm. So couldn't meet the 5% threshold. So that's what really informed consent is. Informed consent is here's all your options. These are the side effects. These are the pros, the cons. And if you don't want this option, we can offer you A, B, and C. So it's very, very interesting when you look at it that way. Yeah, yeah, it is. That, that makes a lot more sense, right? There you have it. Those are those are things there. But now we just need the court cases to start going through the courts. And what we need also is to hold the judges accountable for their decisions. Speaking of being held accountable for decisions, have you seen what happened if that uh, pastor out in Alberta? No. Yeah. Well, he was convicted under that contempt of court clause that, and arrested. And he was doing that obscene crime of feeding the poor and homeless and holding <laughs> church services. And as part of his conviction, he was given a, a I think it was like a $14,000 fine. And he was also told that every time he speaks in public, he had to explain the government's position on COVID and vaccines and the, the, the benefits of vaccines. And he had to give this entire blurb about how great vaccines were before he could speak about whatever he was going to be speaking about. So this decision was uh, appealed and it went to the next uh, level of court. Uh, I believe the uh, Alberta uh, Superior Court turned and so was the sentence overturned against them. So no, uh, no longer has to uh, uh, spout the government's platform prior to doing his services anymore. So that was a bit of a win. That was uh, through the benefit of rebel news and that fight the fines. Yeah. Well, what you said earlier about the international treaties as being minimal standard, then that would almost negate the very first two sentences in our constitution or our rights and freedoms in our charter. Yeah, under section one. Suspended. Where it said it can be suspended under what is it erroneous or extenuating circumstances? Extenuating circumstances. That's right. Yeah. Or what's so the actual would... wording? I'll give it to you right now. Hang on. Yeah, section one of the charter. Let's see if I can find it here. All these stupid. Uh, when you do a Google search or whatever search, half the time these you get they all these stupid. Right uh, they don't want you to know, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Section one of the charter says uh, guarantees the rights and freedoms as set out only subject to reasonable limits prescribed by law as can be demonstratedly justified in a free and democratic society. So right. that provides a test and that test, I remember we were talking about that in order for that test to be upheld, we would literally have to be walking over bodies in the streets and uh, our yeah. entire uh, economies would be in a position of collapsing and our, our health services would be in a, a state of uh, of basically like an apocalypse situation before well, that's section, two for three. Where section one comes into play, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. There's a, an, a, my son sent me an interesting uh, little blurb and the Toronto Star uh, ex, expounded about how, uh, let me, what, it's funny. Let me pull it up here. Now you're quoting the star? 
Yeah, the Toronto Star, right? Look what happens when you miss an episode. That's right. Oh, God, I'll never do that again. Yeah, the Toronto Star said Ontario hospitals lack capacity for the surges and are overwhelmed, being overwhelmed, right? And then it goes on, it shows uh, looking at the Toronto area hospitals and it shows how many people are in ICU right now. And all the, including the whole GTA hospitals in Toronto, right, for the city of Toronto, they have three people in ICU. Yet the Toronto Star is saying that because of COVID, uh, the the Toronto the they're being overwhelmed and uh, they're stretched to the limit, and they only have three people in ICU throughout the the whole GTA, the whole Toronto area, right? Yeah, that's the funny part. Exactly. You know, exactly. if there's any justice when this is all through, there's going to be a lineup of people that are going to be going through the court system responsible for this. Yeah, you can only hope, right? Yeah. Politicians, government bureaucrats, judges, police chiefs who aren't enforcing the Constitution and arresting people, and the press. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is where we're going to stop our little episode here. We've discussed quite a bit of great information. And we'll have to look forward to the, 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 this coming Wednesday for the, the rest of the story, really delving deep into these issues with respect to mandates and COVID and that whole process. You've been listening to the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Canadian Beacon Podcast. We would love to hear your comments or suggestions. Please email us at cbpodcast at code or follow us on Facebook under the Canadian Beacon.